Who loves the new Spider-Man movie? Me either. I didn't see it. But the one thing, the one thing I thought I knew and loved about Spider-Man turns out to have been wrong, completely backwards. You may know that Spider-Man's motto is, with great power comes great responsibility, which is good. I'm not, I'm not against it, but I had that quote backwards. I thought Spider-Man's motto was, with great responsibility comes great power. Now that says it all for me. With great responsibility comes great power. Think about that. Because that's what I try and teach here as a life coach and specifically as a vegan coach. That's my idea of a real superpower. What if we were really willing to lean into the process of responsibility? Full, full responsibility. And not blame, not fault, not guilt. No, just the process of leaning in and taking more and more responsibility. With great responsibility comes great power. That was not supposed to be the subject of this week's episode. Hello, veg heads, veg your besties. Welcome back. Welcome back to Veg Your Best, the plant-based podcast. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a certified life coach. I'm a practicing vegan, and I'm here every week, every week to try and encourage you to eat more plants and set impossible goals, whatever that is for you. And today is episode 69, the last Veg Your Best podcast of 2021. And I had another plan for this week's podcast. And it was to be, it was to be the second half of last week's podcast, which was to help you all learn about and use the self-coaching model that I use with my clients and that I use in my own life. And last week, last week, I was suggesting in How to Go Vegan, that the question isn't how. It's not really that you don't know how to go vegan. The valuable question is, how come? How come you're not limiting animal products from your diet now? And maybe how come you're finding it a struggle to ask for what you want now? Or how come you're feeling deprived or finding it overwhelming right now? How come it's a problem? And this is, I believe, a really important distinction. Wherever you are experiencing that gap, that gap, that gap we all run into when we're growing and evolving, evolving and trying new things, that gap between 
knowing and doing. To really own where we find ourselves, to really not use anything or anyone as a reason to give up on what we want to be or to create or how we want to show up in this one precious life, no matter where we find ourselves, no matter, that would mean a practice of taking great responsibility. And that might sound unrealistic or even unfair, but I absolutely love the concept that even, even if we've been dealt a difficult hand or been on the receiving end of unkindness or injustice or lack or cruelty, that we all have the option of owning the gifts, the power, the energy, the focus that we do have. And that kind of power, that's the only power I can imagine ever really wanting or being excited by. Power over my own self. And if you're anything like me, the slightest thing, the most irrelevant of things can have me abandoning my power. You too? Tiny things, tiny things can have me outsourcing my belief in my own agency, my own power, and to what? To a bunch of circumstances. That's the top line of the model from last week. A bunch of circumstances that I can easily use as an excuse to distract me from my own power like a dangerous driver on the highway or a discourteous one in a parking lot or a cranky spouse or family member or a waiter who isn't super interested in helping me figure out what's vegan on the menu or a letter from the State Department of Revenue that says they don't have something that I have proof of delivery that they do have (laughs) and the canceled check. Uh, That was a recent one. Or paying extra for pre-Christmas shipping to find that there's no way the item will be here anytime before New Year's. Or receiving gifts from people of really non-vegan treats. Or a dental infection and a root canal or a last-minute client schedule change or the news about COVID variants 24 hours a day. These are some of the garden variety circumstances that popped up this week for me. I bet they look a lot like some of the circumstances that popped up for you this week. Because these are just examples. They are just evidence of the fact that I'm alive in the U.S. in December of 2021. Now, at this point in my vegan practice, really none of those circumstances is an excuse or a complication for my veganism, for how I eat or what I eat or what I buy, because that part of how I show up is now very practiced. It, it's not up for grabs. I don't eat animals. I don't buy animal products because in my brain, I never have a thought now that even complicated days or bad days or annoying drivers or overwhelming projects or limited choices or delicious non-vegan foods on the table that everyone else is eating, 
none of those things means it's too hard for me to practice vegan choices. In my head, it's not hard. But of course, that wasn't always the case. At different moments along the way, I might have used any and all hiccups in the day as possible excuses for not committing to a vegan practice. And I talked about that, I think, quite a lot in the early episodes of the podcast. In this area of my life, in my vegan practice, I have learned, bit by bit, to take great responsibility. And with it, yeah, I've received great power. The power to feel largely untroubled about being vegan. To feel mostly at ease and really always able to choose in alignment with my beliefs. So far. But in terms of how I show up for my writing, or, well, sometimes how I communicate as a spouse, or in my day job, my day-to-day responsibilities, I used some of these, and when I say some of these, I actually mean all of these, I used some of these daily events and circumstances to shift my focus from my own power and where I was perfectly capable of staying on my writing plan or being organized about a couple of upcoming trips or being flexible for family or getting ahead on these podcasts or putting out a newsletter this week. Did you guys even know I have a newsletter? You can actually sign up for it in the show notes, I think, or on my website, especially if you aren't on Instagram or aren't on Instagram very often. It's the best way of keeping track of what's going on here at Veg Your Best. But anyway, anyway, with great responsibility comes great power. That's my misunderstanding of Spider-Man's motto. And I'm encouraging you today as it's the last episode in 2021, the pre-New Year's episode, to try on that motto. With great responsibility comes great power. When we look for how we are the one in charge, rather than the low man on the totem pole or the junior member of the faculty, rather when the one who has to go last or be most flexible or eat the crumbs. You know, when we look for evidence of how we are powerful, where we are powerful, we are most likely, well, more likely anyway, to find it. Most of us, and when I say most of us, I mean all of us, me as much as anyone, most of us are much more practiced much more adept at noticing when we're not powerful, where we are not in charge, where we are waiting for a State Department of Revenue or a family member or a virus or a doctor's office or an employer to change or a root canal to be over or antibiotics to be finished or a trip to be finished or using any of those as an excuse or all of them as excuses to procrastinate or punt or half-ass something or blame. 
great responsibility begins not with changing anything in your world. Not with waiting on the world to change. It's about choosing to be the boss of your own brain. But of course, it's not one and done, right? It's like a vegan practice. Taking great responsibility is a practice. It's a deliberate step-by-step choice. And it's not something that we need to use against ourselves or find, find fault within ourselves about. It's just a reminder to practice noticing where we are making things a problem and where we are hiding from that great power that we can access through great responsibility. Sometimes I call it, you go first, right? You go first. If my partner would, if my kids would, if only my office or my business travel or any number of things, meatless Mondays are not enough. If I knew how to cook, if only, if only. We make the people around us, we make the conventions around us, the culture around us, the economy around us, we make it a distraction from what we know we can do right now. Because the only thing that ever makes it easy at all is when you decide to take full responsibility for what you say you want. I'm the one responsible for stopping eating animal products or cutting back on them or changing my relationship with animal products. And instead of focusing on what is the problem area, it's only me. Let me look. Let me see where I can align my thoughts and my actions. Let me see where I can focus on what is in my control. Because, you know, the rest of the world is not going to change. And for crying out loud, why should it? Why should, why should anyone change? Why should anyone else go first? If you're resistant, if you've got excuses, if you've got problems moving away from eating animals, and you're the one that wants to, why should anyone else go first? Why should anyone else make it easier? You know, if all of these things, all these people, these situations need to be in order for me to make a big effort, well, I'm going to be consistently feeling disappointed, unsupported, burdened, annoyed at others. And none of those feelings fuel me to take effective actions the way I want to, to eat the way I want to, to live the way I want to, to set up the lifestyle for the life I want. And as I try and suggest every week, this is not just a vegan or vegetarian or plant-based issue. Wherever you are noticing that you aren't living the way you think you want to, you aren't showing up the way you say you want to, you aren't creating the life that you want to, this is what we talked about last week, that gap between knowing and doing. Because we get super focused on the action line of the model. We get super focused on everyone else's action line of the model, what they're doing and saying. And sometimes when we're having a tough time and noticing 
noticing where everyone else is not being helpful. It's a reminder that maybe we could just be a little curious about how responsible we are being. And I don't say that in an accusatory way, though my coach kind of does sometimes, but that's because I'm on board for that right now. I'm kind of cool with my coach listening to my excuse and saying, well, poor Michelle, (laughs) everyone needs to change so Michelle can be happy. But if you're newer to this or a little resistant to the idea that you don't need everyone to get on board, sometimes Sometimes it's easier to see with an issue that isn't your issue. So we talk here about limiting and eliminating the consumption of animal products. And food is very, very twisted up with all our relationships, relationships with others and with ourselves. But for example, think if you were trying to train for a marathon. Imagine if that were your goal, if you wanted to do that. If training for a marathon were your goal, would you expect your kids and your spouse or your parents or your employer or your colleagues to do it with you or make it happen for you or make it easy for you? Or would you even expect them to approve of it? Because that would be, that would be a you goal, no? You have to figure out the training schedule. You need to figure out when you're going to run, what race you want to sign up for when you're going to rest, when you're going to get in your long run or do the cross training or hydrate or be outside. It's up to you what shoes or workout gear or indoor treadmill and inclement weather, all those things. That would be you, right? And that might be a little easier to see. Maybe easier to see that this is something for you to figure out. And yes, yes, depending on our climate, and the time of the year, and family responsibilities, and traffic, and sidewalks, job responsibilities, income, gear, options, health issues, musculoskeletal strength, maybe you'll have to navigate some things, right? But there's pretty much zero chance of completing a marathon, or a half marathon, or a 5k, if you leave it up to anyone else. Because for most of us, the power to do it exists. It exists because people in wheelchairs and people who are legally blind and people with a variety of other issues do marathons. The power exists, but it is untapped until we take deliberate responsibility. With great responsibility comes great power. So if your kids get fed regularly or get to school or picked up on time, or if your family has been brought to the orthodontist enough to have straight teeth on schedule, that's not an accident. It's because you took great responsibility. And if you get a paycheck or pay the bills or get to an airport on time, or if you show up when your neighbor invites you to a party or asks you for a favor, if you brush your hair before you leave the house, that 
is not my superpower, but if you do, or brush your teeth, or put trash in the bin instead of the street, or recycle, or buy organic, or pay your taxes, or get your diploma, or clean your house, or register your car, or get your flu vaccine, or your eyes checked, none of those things is an accident. And many of those things are not convenient. They're not fun. But you do some of them. Maybe you do all of them. And you do a lot more besides. Even, even when there are a lot of people being kind of unhelpful or whining or not seeing why it's so important to you. And it's because you are taking great responsibility. You may not have given yourself credit for it, how much responsibility that you do take, because I guarantee you some people look at what you do every day and think, how on earth does she do it? How can he accomplish all that? My mom made three meals a day for decades, 60 years, I think more, something like that. We don't all take responsibility for the exact same things. And that's, that's no reason to feel thwarted. It's just normal. Do you want to prioritize the same things as everyone else in your family? Or your neighbors? Or your colleagues? So it is. It's possible that someone may be thwarting you keeping you from having or doing what you want or making things more uncomfortable or harder. Of course, it's possible. And actually, it's highly probable. And everything that you are accomplishing right now, all the results that you're creating are probably often undone or complicated by other people. Typically, Those are the people we love most on this earth. But you're doing it. What if our goals are not supposed to be easily attainable? What if our goals were not supposed to be comfortable? What if our goals were not supposed to be supported by everyone around the dinner table or the conference table? What if it were supposed to seem impossible? What if it were supposed to seem that we didn't even have the power until we stepped into a practice of full responsibility? At the beginning of the podcast, I said that this week I was supposed to do the part two from last week, the second part of the episode from last week, where I asked you to consider that the question is not how to go vegan. It's not how to do the thing you want. The question is, how come you're having trouble with your goal right now? And last week, I asked you, the listeners, to download the coaching model PDF that I put in the show notes and try to use the five-part model to see what you could learn about where the problem is for you, where the hiccup is between you, what you want to do, and what you're doing. And as I said last week, it's very seldom that you're lacking the information about what to do. But for some reason, you aren't doing it. And that is most often. And when I say most often, I mean always. Because of your thoughts. 
And this week, my thoughts were that I had to do the part two from last week's episode because that's what I had said I was going to do. But when I started getting comments and emails from listeners, listeners, maybe you, who were talking about doing the model, I was very conflicted. And I will do the second part. But what I thought was more valuable, based on the feedback I was getting, was that I wanted to, how do I say this? I wanted to gently, lovingly, respectfully push back a little on some of you who tell me all the reasons you can't do what you want because of your spouses or your kids or your parents or your job or your community. Because all of you listening are amazing, capable people. And I think you actually are doing what you want, at least right now, because you haven't, well, you haven't decided to take full responsibility to show up and own the power you do have. Because you can't see how you're going to create the result, you won't see how you're going to make progress. You won't see until you own that, until you take great responsibility. You know the expression President Harry Truman used, and I think it was actually a sign on his desk, the buck stops here. And I am not sufficiently knowledgeable of American presidential history to discuss how or how well that worked for Truman or for the U.S. or for the world, but it was his signal of his commitment of his practice to take responsibility. And I now have a post-it note on my computer that says, the book stops here. Because my writing practice has been a little, and when I say a little, I mean a lot, wavy gravy of late. Why? Why? Because of hundreds, hundreds of excuses, a lot of which sound reasonable. If I told them to you, they'd sound reasonable. And if I told them to my friends, they'd, they'd nod and say, yeah, of course, that sounds hard. Some of them even sound noble. Some of those excuses like being flexible for a family event or rearranging my schedule for a client or wanting to spend some time with my husband. And then there are other excuses which sound very valid like a dental infection and a root canal and some pain. And of course, there was a funeral and a new grandbaby. Did I even tell you we have a new grandbaby in the Veg Your Best family? Second grandbaby, second grandson. And I love him so much that I'm already using him as an excuse. <laughs> an excuse for why I can't concentrate and stay focused on my writing. The book stops here. So my vegan practice was once an area where I had lots of excuses. But bit by bit, I stepped into my responsibility that I practice a lifestyle that eliminates the consumption of animal products wherever 
I see them, even though, even though no one else in my family, no other personal friends are vegan. Now, I'm looking to lean into taking that same kind, that same kind of responsibility for my writing. And yes, I will be tempted to notice mostly the things that make it hard or unfun or impossible or annoying to my family. (laughs) But I am absolutely sure that the power to accomplish it will develop along with my commitment to taking responsibility for it. With great responsibility comes great power. We will talk about the specifics of filling out the model again in a week or two. And if you emailed me or messaged me and you haven't yet gotten a response from me to your questions about the model, you will. You will. I have responded to many. I am responding to all of them. And what I read in those very interesting emails was what made me change the focus of today's podcast. Even though I kept thinking it was wrong or a problem for me to change it, I had to think, okay, Michelle, if you were 100% responsible for this podcast, and I apparently am, what message would you want to share this week, the last week in 2021? And it is that even getting things wrong... (laughs) Even misunderstanding things completely, and in my case this week, misunderstanding Spider-Man's motto, even moving sometimes in error can generate a lot of positive energy and focus. If you are brave enough to take the challenge of looking for how you can take more responsibility in your life, how you can step forward, knowing that it's not It's not anyone else's job to live your life. With great responsibility comes great power. And you don't have to do it completely or perfectly. You don't have to do it fearlessly. You can just practice. You can just try. You can just experiment with it. You can just be open to it. You can Keep showing up to see where you can, every day, take a little more responsibility. You can veg your best. Happy New Year, everyone. Keep showing up. Keep showing up in 2022. And I'll be here. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.